Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, gang. Thanks for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. We are doing our very best to talk about things that matter without talking about the only thing that everybody's talking about. And... Um, we have some bonus dad jokes and they're not even from me. It's a cool conversation. Stick around. Well, here we are. Um, we're, we are on day, I don't know, six of our um, sort of the earth is closed process. Um, how are you guys holding up? <laughs> yeah, we're doing okay. I have a special guest because we are also all together. Um, Holden, do you want to introduce yourself? My name is Holden Hawkins Heck. <laughs> And okay. I'm going to tell some dad jokes for you. Are you okay. ready for dad jokes? All right, okay. go ahead. We're all ready. Why? What did the banana, what did the banana say to the dog? What did the banana say to the dog? What did the banana say to the dog? Nothing. Bananas can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. What about, okay, we have one more. It's the pirate one. Okay, I'm ready. All right, he's ready. Go for it. What's a pirate's favorite letter? Mm, I think I know this one. Is it R? He says, is it R? Yeah, I think it's the R, but it's the fund of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. All right, well, thank I'm going to head you. That was good. So that's just a warm up because Holden's going to be um, performing at his talent show at some point, perhaps next year in September, um, but that he's practicing his dad jokes. But I wanted you all to, because he's been coming into my office at all times anyway. Your kid is pretty, pretty great. Um uh, You're just saying that because he's telling dad jokes. That's well, it. of course, but um, but his name is Holden Hawkins Heck. Um, <laughs> I am here to tell you some dad jokes, which is awesome. Hey, I have a question. Does um, does your does Ryan's mom think he's funny? Um, yeah, favorite. That I mean, she is the only he's, boy. She, he's her favorite comedian. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, she I, probably has she probably has a list of favorite comedians. You are well liked and adored by many, many of our listeners, but I honestly don't think that my mother-in-law has one of them. I don't know where you got it that my mother-in-law loves you. Hey, um, can I can can we just set the tone here for a second? Because yeah. we were talking earlier, and we're going to let everybody know that we um, we're pretty committed to trying not to talk about the thing that everybody's talking about. Yeah, um, that's true. Did, did you know you know what I'm talking about? The thing uh-huh. that everybody's yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Um, but I think the fact that that thing is there does require some um, speculation or attention about, wh- you know, what does it mean and how do we take care of ourselves and how do we take care of each other mm-hmm. in that process? 
Um, I don't think I told you this before, but this is the third time that I'm having the experience that I've had, which is um, that everybody in my practice is talking about the exact same thing. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, can I tell you the first time was um, the first time was the day after Russell Wilson threw an interception at the end of the Super Bowl. And yep. you have to remember I'm shaking my head. I remember <laughs> the moment my husband cried on top of our washer. He literally went into the laundry room. He crawled up into a little bell and he cried. I'm not even joking. And I do remember, by the way, we were living in Washington. Um, yeah. So you'll remember too. The that, that was the end of like two years of what felt like Christmas in Seattle. I mean, yeah. everybody was riding high. It was smiles everywhere. We were all happy. We were all wearing the same clothes. We were all on the same team. And yep. then one day, like, like, like Santa died. And then people came into my practice on Monday morning and they were, they grieved. They were, they were grieving. They were sad. They were confused. And the only thing they knew was that it wasn't their fault, but mm. then that it was over, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but, but it was almost like for the first time, husbands and wives were sitting there in agreement about something, you know, mm -hmm. outside of their relationship. The second time that happened in my practice was the day after the election in 2016, which in Seattle was just unexpected and confusing. And I don't need to go into it, but it was the same yeah. experience, which was people thought one thing was going to happen. And then they came in mm -hmm. and something else had happened and they didn't know what to do about it. They just knew that right. that whatever they thought was happening was no longer happening. Yeah. And and then there's this, right? And this thing is just knocked everybody off balance and everybody's like got a story and everybody is trying to figure out how to make sense of it. Mm -hmm. And um but I do think I have found myself having the conversation with those couples that I think you and I want to have today, which is this idea of so what do you do? Like Right. There's not much you can do. So mm -hmm. So what do you do? Because you got to stay safe and you got to stay sane. And, you know, when you're stuck in a house with four people or three people or eight people or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, you got to get I mean, creative. I was saying this to Ryan that I really do feel so fortunate laying next to him, you know, as we're doing our nightly ritual where I'm, I'm petting his back. And I just said, I'm fortunate that I genuinely enjoy you and I genuinely enjoy our son. And that I said those words maybe four or five days ago. Um, and I waffle between my enjoyment now. <laughs> it's, it's coming and going. It's a new piece of data for you. Well, that is I think, a, yeah. but yeah. I think that's actually really, really um, I think people need permission to understand that they're dealing with new data, right? Like mm. you used to have a certain kind of rhythm and persona that managed, that helped you manage your way through your day. And now yeah. that rhythm and persona is being tested. And so, mm. um, we have to make room for that. You know, like, um, I, I found that I, um, I've been working very hard over the last, uh, I'm going to say four years to, um, so I'll say die on fewer Hills. Like I just, I just, I'm, I'm less and less, I'm picking my battles better yep. and better. And, um, yeah. And now I'm just like, I'm going to die on even fewer Hills. Like, I'm just not going to care okay. about that right now. Mary, my yeah. youngest daughter is, a is a night owl. And she, at like nine 30, she'll be like, dad, want to watch a movie? And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so tired, but I do want to watch a movie. And right. And uh, on a regular school night, I would be like, Maribel, that's a silly question. You cannot ask me that question. Um, mm. But last night we watched, um, what did we watch last night? Oh, this, um, now you see me. It's that all those magicians who were like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Covers. That's a, that's a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. 
as long as you can like suspend disbelief like pretty far (laughs) (laughs) by the way mirabelle is a beautiful name i don't know you don't say uh her full name very often and it's a really lovely name it's almost as nice as holden hawkins heck but it's a it's a nice name um here's the listen to this story she um so abigail we named after basically Abigail Adams, because I was reading John Adams' uh, biography when Rebecca mm-hmm. was pregnant. And I wanted a really classic, beautiful name. Rebecca and I both did. So, you know, she ended up being Abigail Jane. Then with Mary, um, we we basically, we named her before we conceived her because we were watching this movie, um, Tor- Tortilla Soup, which is a really cool movie if you're uh, looking for film recommendations. Everybody, right? everyone is looking for film <laughs> recommendations. <We're> so now, <laughs> you have, now you have two. Now you see me and Tortilla Soup. Um, yep. But there's a character named Maribel in that movie. And so we were like, oh, that's a beautiful name. We love it. But now <laughs> Mary will tell people, she'll be like, yeah, my my sister was named after a, a president's wife. And I was named after a taco movie. Oh my gosh. Taco movie. I was named after a taco movie. Um, I was named after my mother, by the way. Did you know that my mom is Laura and I'm Laura? I I knew that you were Laura. Yeah. Well, yes, I am Laura, but my mom's name is also Laura, which is kind of rare. Is there a Donna? That's an interesting one, right? Right. Is there a Donna somewhere? Don't you have a Donna? No. No. No, Just Laura. Okay. Donna? Laura. Oh, you know what? Donna is the wife of my pastor whose last name is Dahlstrom. Oh, you know my mom's last name? Now you just yeah. outed my mom's first and last name on our podcast. Oh, well, mom, uh, it maybe... looks like you're a celebrity now. <laughs> um, well, my mom's name is Joe Dowdy. So there. Now everybody knows. Oh, my gosh. Hey there, I wanted to invite you to join Zach and myself for a unique opportunity to learn, laugh, and gain powerful, tangible skills for reigniting the fire in your relationship. Interact directly with the two of us through Q&A as we guide you along the Spark Blueprint for deeper intimacy. Look, if you can't make the live event, and obviously I'm talking about a virtual live event, there's no problem at all. You will receive a video recording so that you can watch, rewatch, and share with your partner We're also going to include a downloadable PDF to guide you along your way long after our event has ended. For your convenience, we have created two live events in the same week, hoping that you can make it to at least one of them. We've got it coming up on Tuesday, April 21st at 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And again on Thursday, April 23rd at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. Look, we're going to be capping the registration so that we can keep this an intimate experience. So we're hoping that you would register sooner rather Rather than later, all you have to do is go to our website, marriagetherapyradio.com. At the top, there's a tab called products. Just scroll down to the bottom and sign up for our Spark Live event. Can't wait to meet you then. Can I can I bring can I rein this in just for a second? Sure. Because one thing that I did want to talk about that I find is pretty interesting that is pushing up against some of these issues that couples are having is this real need for togetherness and separateness. Mm. And um, real balance, and I yeah. love a, a balance, right? Like there's, there is a need for it in everyday situations where you have a sense of togetherness and a weeness and we spend time together and we do these things together. We have friends that are similar goals that we're working on, activities we enjoy doing, blah, blah, blah. And now, and then also a balance of your own individual interests, your own time spent by yourself, time spent with your individual friends and whatever we used to know 
is no longer the new... Now we have a new normal. And the new normal is that there's an overabundance of togetherness and a need for us to be really deliberate about creating our individuality and creating that sense of meanness. <laughs> Me, meanness. Um, yeah. And so I've been thinking about like some creative strategies and ways that we can be intentional about creating that time. Sure. And one of the things that... I've been doing is I know I actually feel like it's more important for me than my husband. Like I really get kind of itchy. My introvert needs that reset where I'm by myself. And if I'm not by myself, I get super irritable. And so like yesterday, I started to raise my voice and I was just not being a good mom. I was getting kind of like frustrated with the fact that my son can only handle four minutes of schooling at a time. And, um, and it's been snowing and it's just been like really odd. And my husband looked at me and he said, you're done. You're done. Get out of the house. Put your running shoes on. And he kicked me out of the house. And it was wonderful. And I went for a, a like a 40-minute run. And I ran 90 miles in 40 minutes. And it was incredible. And when I came back, you I was just a did, better... You definitely did not do that. It was like just shy of 90, 90 miles. No, definitely. Definitely was not. <laughs> but I felt better. And I realized... It, it might have you know, been nine miles. It was not nine miles. I ran about 4.2 miles in okay. 40 minutes. So you were saying yeah. 90 on purpose. I, that was a joke. Oh, yeah. You're, you're funny. I, yeah, um, I am funny. Um, so that was, the, that was you being hyperbolic. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's I not get a, it. Yeah. So I just I think that it's really important that we um, support one another in that time. And if you're if you know that like you don't necessarily need that individual time, your partner might need it. And you might need to push them out the door and say, you're done. Like you need to leave the house. You need to go for a walk. You need to create that sacred space in your home where nobody else is allowed to go to. Um, and I really like that idea, actually, of creating a little space in your home that maybe isn't your bedroom. Maybe you haven't created it yet. Maybe that man cave that you've been, mm. you know, like dying to create. You have your birdhouse. So you yeah. guys, Zach. Yeah. Zach has basically taken this shed and um, it's one of those sheds that you could like pick up at Home Depot. Costco. That, no, it's like a, it's a, it's oh, a, like it's a built shed for sure. Like it's definitely. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's in his, the back of his, house in yep. the backyard and yep. he's made that his space so he will have a computer out there there's a little couch he has his bicycle up on the wall and it it's his space where he goes to and you can retreat to that and for many of us we just haven't had that need yeah. to create that space but now would be the time to claim it well and i think two things that you said uh, that i want to emphasize uh, one is um just again if we're kind of talking about self-care management or how to just kind of maintain a sense of safety and sanity. One thing that I appreciate about what you just talked about is, you know, everybody's gym is closed, but that yeah. doesn't mean you, you don't, you can't exercise, mm -hmm. right? You can run, you can walk. There's um, all kinds of like online, you know, video workouts or even accountability groups. So that's the first thing. But the more important thing, I actually, I think this is, um, this is something that I think couples ought to have in mind no matter what period of it is, but this idea of a place in your home that is sacred. Um, and maybe, yep. maybe it is the bedroom, right? Like the bedroom isn't a place where there's a phone or there's not a place where there's, um, I don't know, arguing or what there's not a place or, or you make your bed every single day so that it becomes this kind of sanctuary. The mm -hmm. other thing is I have this couple 
um, they don't come into me anymore. I think because they're, they're, they're sort of like varsity level or couples, but uh, <laughs> they have, they have a thing in their house that they call couch time, which maybe we've talked mm-hmm. about before, but yep. for them, the couch is, well, asking for a couch time and then arriving at couch time is absolutely sacred. Meaning mm-hmm. she might say, Hey, I need some couch time. And he'll say, Oh, how about, I can't do it right now, but how about like eight o'clock? Mm-hmm. But then at eight o'clock they get to the couch, they're in their best brains. They're expecting to have a difficult conversation, but in a kind and respectful way. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe it's not necessarily a difficult conversation, but that couch is inviolate. They do not, they do not mess with couch time because they need it. They need and need a place. They needed and need a place to feel safe inside their own house. Right. Um, yes. And so that can be the kitchen table. It can be my birdhouse. It can be whatever. But mm-hmm. I think, I think in terms of just thinking through what are some kind of new rules that you can be putting in place? Um, you know, just cause your gym's closed, don't stop taking care of yourself. And secondarily, yeah. maybe be a little bit more proactive about the places in your house that are going to be sacred or the times, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, um, noon to two is school time. Or in your case, like noon right. to 1204 would be school time. Yeah. Um, so those, those things can be ideas. Hey, um, unless you have something on like, like on your head, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you this question that I got. Go for it. Um, Go for it. How might we implement more joy in our homes, hearts, and families during the uncertain time? Um, this is the question that I was in a discussion group about yesterday. Like, so there's this idea of care, but then there's also right. this idea of joy. Like where does joy yes. going to come from? Do you have, what do you think? You know, I saw this recently, actually. Have you seen that some people are thinking, you know what I should do? I should put my Christmas lights back up on my house mm. because because it's just a way to just kind of lighten the energy, the spirit. Yeah. Like, you know, and I really liked that. And I thought, OK, we're on to something here. How can we make our home um, a place where we can celebrate and we can feel that joy. And we do that when we decorate for the holidays. Oftentimes is that mm-hmm. we're creating this space where it's different. And, um, and I actually was looking at a strip of basically like, um, my husband, when he goes to Burning Man, he has all these like LED strips of light that he'll use when he puts on his bicycle or anything like that. And I was thinking we should do this. Um, so we've been building these massive forts in our house. And this it. kind of goes along a little bit with um, the idea of creating sacred space is that I've wanted to create really fun sacred space for my son. And he's been building forts in his every night. We build this massive fort around his bed <laughs> and that's where he's been sleeping. And it's something he really looks forward to. And, um, and it's been really fun to just build these forts, but we've been taking led strips of light and just kind of like putting them around the house. Um, I heard from one woman, she just said, you know what? I'm letting the kids just take paint to one wall in their bedroom. Uh When all of this is said and done, I can paint over um, the wall. It's fine. But for right now, they are enjoying it. And it's their wall. And every day they work on their wall. And they're just using normal paint and normal paintbrushes. But that is their canvas. And it's sparking joy for the kids while they're home. Um, So I think that there's a lot of fun things that we can do in the household and in our environment. Recently, we started looking for, I'm not even joking, a bounce house um, that we could blow up. We could buy and blow up. We're just trying to figure out how to get the the bounce house if we need to, you know, we can't order it from Amazon because Amazon is like only delivering certain things. And 
Um, but we want to find ways to make our environment more fun. And a bounce house is one of those things that we just thought, I think this would be really fun. And we'll put it, we will move the dining room table out of the dining room and we're going to put a bounce house in the dining room. Yeah. Um, that I mean, those are cool. Um, yeah. And those are just ideas for kids. I'm kind of curious what you're thinking. Like, how do we spark joy for adults? Because those are all ideas I've come up of how to make, make my son happy. Yeah. I think that um, to me, it's, it comes back down to like, do the thing that you've never done. So it could be as simple as take the walk you've never taken, like the walk that you don't take because you're too busy um, or because there's too much traffic. I mean, we live kind of in a relatively urban space and you know, there's often tons of traffic, but there's not. Um, the other thing is I, I decided um, to, I decided to like learn something new. So yesterday after work, I went to uh, Lowe's and I just spent, I don't know, I think I spent like $400, $450 to, uh, and just bought stuff I thought would help me build a table. <laughs> so um, today, this <laughs> afternoon, I'm going to go in the backyard going. and just kind of figure out if I can build a table. Um, All right. And, you know, I'm not going to use a YouTube and I'm not going to use a, like a blueprint. I'm just going to chop some stuff mm -hmm. and screw some stuff and mm -hmm. see if I can. And I don't even know if I, Hey, do you want to buy a table? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on tables, but yeah. thanks so much. Yeah. And what's the cost? Is it like about, about $450, about $450 for, the for the table? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I actually saw this and I, I totally agree with it. You know that I love cooking and I've had this goal, but I, I actually read this article and it was basically, um, one mom from Italy wrote an article and she said, here's the things that I wish I had done or focused on in preparation for being quarantined. Because now that I'm sort of in the middle of it and through it. And one thing that she said, I was like, yes, she said, buy the ingredients and all the ingredients for foods that you've never cooked before. Mm. And she basically said, you're never going to have this amount of time and this amount of people around to be able to create these massive, beautiful, intricate, um, interesting um, meals. And she said, let the beans soak. You have time. So yeah. buy the dried beans. Yeah. And I love that idea. And I was actually thinking, you know, I took on Thai food and um, Indian food last year yep. and really wanted to learn how to cook it well. Now that. is the time to do that. And it's very similar. Like you, you spent $450 on wood and supplies to build a to build a table. I think I went out and I probably bought $100 worth of Indian spices because you really have to build up your... Uh, spice rack. It's a whole different way of cooking than, you know, like the traditional American food where we rely on garlic and onion. Um, and, and I think that that would be a really fun idea is like take on a new talent. I have this, this, um, piano that's been sitting in my living room and it never gets played. Mm, and yesterday, yesterday we started playing it and there are really cool apps out there, you guys, where you can teach. It's like, um, what is it called? Like guitar band or rock band or yeah, something like that. Sure. Yeah, where you learned how to play like the guitar. It was a video game, but they have these apps where it's very similar for the piano, where you're playing along and you're learning how to play the piano through these apps. I wish that we were sponsored by them, but we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some fun ideas for sure. Um, I'm also thinking about buying wallpaper and wallpapering my home. Like those home improvement projects, now's the time to get them done. Yeah, I guess. Sparking joy. Um. Well, that's cool. I, you know, again, I just, I think we need to, uh, what did uh, the other thing on this call yesterday, one of these guys said, 
we need to have um, flexibility and grace. And I would add creativity, you know, um, just as you're thinking about how to manage kind of your time and your energy and your, and your house, your square footage or whatever, um, you know, flexibility mm-hmm. and, and, and creativity, maybe they're the similar, but also grace for yourself and for your family, um, for your partner, recognizing that, you know, there's bigger fish to fry and there's a, there's actually an, there's actually a world out there that, um, has invited us to think about what really matters, you know? Mm. Well, I wish everybody just fun and I, and opportunities. I mean, I was thinking about this the other day, my house was quiet and, um, that's the moment where I go, you know what? It's time for some Taylor Swift. Like, let's just get a little, little Swifty going. Um, if you're looking for the most amazing soundtrack to just like brighten your spirits, it, the soundtrack is, I've mentioned this before. Do you know what I'm going to say, Zach? Um, it's the Trolls soundtrack. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. It's the Trolls soundtrack. It's a lot of Justin Timberlake, a lot of, um, whatever that beautiful woman's, you know, faces, but, um, play it. Cause I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. It's going to spark some joy. Sounds good. Um, Hey, I have, uh, two things. One is, um, my older daughter, Abby, the actress, one of the things that she's decided to do during this, um, time is start her own podcast. She called it mm-hmm. a podcast ellipse and she is, um, intentionally interviewing children um, yes. from around the country and around the world, just about their experience, like what's going on inside their houses. And, mm-hmm. um, and she's looking for subjects. So if any of you are listening and would like to participate with Abby, um, give us a, shoot us an email and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hook you guys up. Um, the second one is I am really proud of us. We made it through an entire podcast without saying the word coronavirus. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you said it, you I little know, stinker. That's, that was, the, that was the joke. <laughs> I am. I am very funny. Um, you are funny guy. Um, cool. Well, listen, um, you guys, everybody stay safe, stay sane, keep your hats on and, um, keep your hats on. Um, yep. And, uh, go on with it. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Hey, you have some time on your hands, right? Sitting in front of your computer. Would you do me a giant favor and just go to iTunes and give us a review if you like us? We want other people to know that this is the place to be entertained and maybe every once in a while learn something about relationships. We would love for you to review us on iTunes. Thanks so much for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.